someday I can pay somebody to put these headphones on me. It's hard to do with just one hand. (laughs) Why do you just have one hand, Amy? (laughs) Because I was busy doing dirty things to my microphone. Yeah, you were. begin you're perfect and amazing oh my god um you're doing great you just don't know how to put headphones on (laughs) all of a sudden to me this microphone looks like a floppy dicky and by dicky i don't mean those little mock turtlenecks that were popular in the 70s you know what i mean ayo i know what you mean you're referring to male genitalia and i am here for it Oh my God. I like how I was like, someday I'll pay somebody to put these headphones on me and then immediately lost to my ability to put on headphones. Now, if that is not manifestation, I don't know what is. Cause if I can't do it myself, I must pay someone to do it. Absolutely. The universe took away your ability to put your headphones on by yourself so that mm. it can gift you your needs and desires. Yes. You're we just should making be very space very clear what our actual needs are because we are little manifesting witches over here. We really are. We really are. I mean, I try to get clear on what I want, but sometimes I just don't know. So I just settle on a dollar amount. I'll be like, um, uh, 75 grand. That's always my number. I don't know why. That's a good number. Just feels good. It's not too much. Uh, It's not too little. It's just uh right. It's just You know what you should do? What? I know a person who I will not name. You know this person, too, Mm -hmm. who at one point sat down and literally said, I want to live in these two places. Uh, I'm going to look up real estate. This is how much it costs to live here. This is how much it costs to live here. This is how much I would need for this. This is how much I need for travel. And literally came like to the penny and calculated, this is how much money that I need. And I just thought that that was like a really good way to do it. You know, it is. Then you I think I probably can guess who you're talking about. Maybe. I think you're close, but I don't think it's that. Oh, really? Okay. Something there. Um, Yeah. I feel like if you know what you want, you know what you need. Like, I want to live here and I want to do this. And how much do I need for that? You know? I just just decide this is what I want. Which credit card has space on it? (laughs) (laughs) And then I worry about it later. That's the American way, Amy. That's the Amy American way. Debt, debt, and more debt. And then find a way to pay Mm -hmm. it off and then get in debt again. Because YOLO, YOLO. If that's still a thing. And guess what? I'm pretty sure when you die, that debt disappears. Actually, I'm not sure of that. Yes, someone else has to take care of it. So I just have to make sure my parents aren't in debt when they die. Or that they have the money to pay it off. Because I'm not doing that shit. Um, that's my parents joke constantly. They're like, yeah, 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 you'll inherit. You yep. have a bunch of credit cards. Uh, <laughs> it's true. Sadly, friends of mine who I know whose parents have, they've lost their parents. It's, they're like, I have to finish paying their bills for them until like the house is sold. And the ugh. that's, that's if it's like a sudden loss, an unexpected loss. Most of the time you do plan it, I think. But because if the Mar and I are, are not planning on having children, I'm like, where does it, where does our debt go? 
no fair. Well, yeah, I she, like it. We beat the system. It's gonna, That's gonna, interesting. Yeah. Do you have a will? I mean, no. I just want to know in case I bump you off. Yeah, no, I don't. And I really want to make one because I think that'd be fun and interesting. I have to decide yeah. what you're getting. Obviously... You know, if it, it's if it's Walt's your crystals, can yeah. I have your crystals? My crystals. You. I'll need you to find someone for the cat. That's if it's a sudden. Oh, it's me. I need yeah. you to open an investigation to find out who killed me. Um, I, I will to- hold regular seances. seances. We will have a standing weekly seance so we can chat. Absolutely. That way you know where I'm at, what I'm doing, who I'm haunting. Mm-hmm. For shares. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the kind of will I want to make. Yeah. <laughs> They say, they say like there's kind of no point, unless you have come into a lot of wealth, there's no point making a will until you have dependents. But that's a really good point if you're not planning on having dependents, you know. Right. Who's gonna... Other than Tuesday. Yeah. I know. I mean, hopefully I will outlive my cat. You just yeah. never know. That guy could live forever. Who knows? Yeah. Oh. He's a beast. He's a beast. He's he's a survivor. Has he figured out how to open doors yet? Not yet. I can still. Okay. He, he's retired behind the curtains in the bedroom. Great. Yeah. He's I a, like it. His new favorite spot. Um, I, I'm staring at the. Oh, wait. Shit. There's no what? segue. This is Banshees and Booze. It's a fucking paranormal podcast. With a fucking shot of liquid courage. I did God not damn. set that up because I was moving into our topic and the drink and I was like, oh, sure. Ah, fuck it. Let's just throw that in yeah. there. And uh, get, why not get the part? So here's what I was going to say about my this drink that we're drinking. OK. Oh, I'm excited. I like my drink. It looks spooky. It looks like the spooky fog or a mist above the ocean where like a <gasps> ghost ship might emerge from. And a ghost ship, you say? It's Yes, Tammy, I do say a ghost ship. How appropriate for this episode, which I think is pirates. <laughs> I'm going to call it maritime ghosts. Okay, sounds great. <laughs> okay. Um, maritime ghosts because... Our drink is pirate. Our drink is pirate We're drinking yeah. a dark and stormy... Ooh. Ooh. Which is supposed to be made with dark rum and ginger beer, but we only had gold rum and ginger beer. Both oh, of us had golden rum, and I brought the bottle in to show oh, you. Because look, I couldn't <gasps> not buy this. Stop it! That is the cutest fucking it's rum a bottle ever. Pinup girl with a little lay on her neck. Uh huh. Cane's Ka- golden rum. You I know, think it's canes. Oh well, in Hawaiian. K-A-N-E means boy. It's Kane. Kane. Yeah. And she was wearing a lei. Maybe it's a She is wearing a lei. Who knows? I like cane because it could be made out of cane sugar. Who knows? Who knows? I don't. That's for sure. That's for All I know is how to drink it. Let's try. I'm a little scared because of the color. It looks like... um, Pee when you're dehydrated, like dehydrated yeah. pee. Oh, oh, oh. So it's golden rum and ginger beer. Yes. And I squeezed a fresh wedge of lime into mine as well. See, God, you and my boyfriend, because he was like, oh, we don't have any lime. And I was like, do I need lime? Do <laughs> lime in here? What do you want? Oh. He's, he knows his shit. I think he should be He's our mixologist. Yeah. Holy fuck. Do you know how happy that would make him? Slash, do you know how, babe, I know you're listening to this. Do you know how stressed out that would make him? <laughs> <laughs> this could be kind of perfect. Ben is, would be your American in England helping you. Roz can be my English woman in America helping me. I love 
this so How much it that? makes me want to cry. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you know, we kind of might have to. I'm starting to think. I don't love the idea of always having to come up with a drink because it's hard. But mm. we really might have to start making our own, having like two drinks an episode because... It's hard to coordinate having all the ingredients. It's one thing if I'm like, oh, because, for example, last week we did the forests. Well, yes. my forest is in Romania. So I started looking up Romanian drinks. And so oh. I was thinking I wanted to do, they have like plum brandy is like a thing they do. And Ooh. I was like, I could probably find that here. But I'm not going to ask you to also go buy a fucking bottle of plum brandy. There should what? only be one bottle of plum brandy between the two of us. Betwixt us, no more than one bottle of plum brandy, my friend. So I'd- fully agree that was the thing when we recorded together it was like oh I'll bring the ingredients for this drink you be bring the ingredients for the other and then yeah. we could call each other and be like uh who has the dark rum this oh you have the dark rum will right. you bring that right like but now yeah I I see the problem here I think it could be a fun thing I'm so glad we're announcing our plans you know improvised plans live on the podcast yeah. I think uh-huh. it could be well, fun I- to surprise each other with the drink that we've made I think that would be fun. I also feel like it takes a little bit of the pressure off of both of us because it's like, I can just do this while I'm doing my research. Totally. And also like, because of our time difference, I'm usually, it's morning for me. It's first thing in the morning. It's late evening, nighttime for you. So the thing I'm going to drink to start my day versus the thing you're going to drink to end your day. Very different, very different needs. You know, look at us. You know what? The whole world could take note. We have just figured out how to live internationally and also do a podcast. And also, I am now taking this opportunity because it's very loud on my end. If you can hear this, the church across the street, they have carol on practice. So I can hear it very loudly. I really. Yeah, it's pretty cute. I bet it'll come through on your end. It's so beautiful. I don't mind it. Let's hear. Oh, my God. We'll see if that comes through. I heard it. I love it. It's so pretty. They're very cute. Yeah. That's very, I very I have to cute. have the window open. It's a, it's a little steamy in here. Mm-hmm. Also, I've been drinking drinking alcohol, so I need some breeze. You've been drinking the alcohol. Okay, I just took a sip of this, and it's mm-hmm. delicious. Mine's so good. The uh, you, Yes, I was scared off by the appearance. That is gosh darn great. It's I'm great. happy. And mine's, mine's also double because I just realized it was the light ginger beer that I grabbed. Ooh. Instead of the regular one. So mine's like light and golden. A real, so it's not dark and stormy. They're light and goldens. Yeah. <laughs> I like <it>. <laughs> <laughs> um, Well, I, this was a, a surprisingly challenging uh, topic. I okay. seriously like was all over the fucking place do you wait do you want should I go first yeah I think you should because we're drinking your drink we are drinking my my pirate's booty drink um yeah all right well let me tell you mm. tell me about that's it that's delightful that is gosh darn delightful uh I love mm. ginger beer so much now now me I want too. sushi because I'm like tasting ginger now I want sushi I want sushi so bad okay as uh, <laughs> speaking of sushi 
fish, mm-hmm. oceans, pirates. I got it. Now okay. that's a transition, that- Amy. That's an A plus fucking transition. So fuck don't you ever doubt yeah. yourself again. I won't, thanks to that. I was before, but after this, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Confidence soaring. Um, <laughs> so first I was like, ooh, you know what will be cool? Exploring haunted shipwrecks. There's got to be haunted shipwrecks. Because our psychic, Danielle, has this incredible, well, She's got a bunch of stories, but did she ever tell you the one where she was scuba diving and she saw an, a, another scuba diver making the distress signal and she went over and noticed he wasn't wearing any scuba equipment at all and disappeared? No. Yep. And I, cause I, I think she's, she helped me a lot with like the ghosts that I kept seeing that were like tormenting. Like I was awake all the time and paranoid all the time. Cause I just kept thinking I was seeing ghosts. Turns out maybe I was just going a little berserk. Cause since I've been on medication, it's subsided greatly, but I was always mm-hmm. obsessed with like hearing like how, how, what was your experience? Like, how did you make it stop? How did you learn to live yeah. with it? And anyway, that was one of the stories she had told me. And she's like, and that's when I realized they were everywhere. I can't do her <laughs> accent because I can't hear my voice yeah, on these headphones. Good. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're the one in England, not me. So. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was like, so I thought of that story and it scared the shit out of me. And I was like, God, if we, if we're not safe from ghosts in our oceans, where are we safe? Um, <laughs> so I started exploring haunted shipwrecks. Um, almost all of them in like the top 20 lists were from World War II, not surprisingly. Yeah. Ships sunken off of Japan, Italy, uh, lots in America. Like there were just so many, the, the South Pacific. So they were all kind of similar. Um, and I was doing the research late last night because it was my only opportunity. And the images from the, the shipwrecks scared me so badly I had to stop reading. It was just the pictures. There's Mm -hmm. something so haunting looking at, first of all, scuba diving. That's just creepy because I don't scuba dive. I snorkel. Um, I actually, from now on, can never scuba dive because my lung has collapsed. Oh, your lung. So somebody, I actually met someone who also, their lung collapsed recently. He's like, hey, yeah, I had a pneumothorax too. He's a friend of my husband's. And I was like, what? Because it's so, it's like less than 1% of the population. And he's like, yeah. It hasn't ever recollapsed, but you know, we just can't ever go scuba diving. And I just, I got super sad for a second. Like, I don't like being told I can never do something for the rest of my life. And then I was looking at these photos and I'm like, fuck that shit. I never want to go scuba diving. It's Oh, it's as if we are given the lessons we need at the moment we're given them. Girl. You, there was a sentence in there somewhere. I got it. This dark, I got the (laughs) this gingery and light is this this foggy. This is our sec second record. (laughs) This light and foggy is light and foggy. Light and foggy, ginger baggy. This is dangerous because the ginger is so like the ginger beer is so strong, and I don't taste the rum, but I know there's you know what's. The most dangerous is that I brought my cute rum bottle in oh, here to no. show you the label, and now it's sitting next to my drink, and I'm just like, da, 
da, da, you can da. just keep giving yourself rum floaters. Oh my god! No. You know what? This is you got. You're gonna go first. I'm not allowed to add any more rum until after I've done my research. Good girl. And then the episode's over, and then I stumble out. And my boyfriend says, "Please eat this taco quickly." <laughs> that sounds like a good night. Oh man, it is. Yeah. Oh, we're having buffalo tacos. I'm so excited. <gasps> Dude, well, let's get this going so you can have those buffalo okay. tacos. Yeah, damn, can you please hurry girl. up. God damn it, woman. Damn. No, uh, so anyway, I was scared. I was afraid of pictures of scuba divers. I was afraid of pictures of shipwrecks. I was afraid of when you're underwater, like the ocean, you can only see so far. And then like everything gets looks murky. Like even when I scuba di- uh, snorkel like in Hawaii or whatever, you you want to see dolphins, you want to see sea turtles, but when they're coming towards you from a distance, it's just this dark shadowy figure, like, like a mist. And you're like, I hope that's a turtle. And as it gets closer, it manifests and it's very ghosty in general. And Mm -hmm. that never occurred to me until I looked at these images and I was like, I'm scared as fuck. Feels like the movement, the movement too also feels kind of ghosty. It does, right? Even when you're underwater, like in a pool and you're watching your hair waving through the, like the water, it is just ghost, it's fucking ghosty. Anyway, ocean's horrifying, yet I love the ocean. Um, So I quit. I said, even pictures of people scuba diving scared me. So I quit that bitch before I was kept up all night with the sweats. (laughs) Uh, rewind to last night. I actually did wake up sweating. I'm such Jesus. chicken shit. I'm chicken shit. Okay. So for pirates, I kept coming across some fucking Mario brothers game that was called like haunted shipwreck pirate or some shit. And okay. The- Cause I kept coming up with the Scooby-Doo episodes. <laughs> I was looking for Scooby-Doo episodes. Cause Ghost I remember pirates. It was all Scooby-Doo and that dumb bitch that married that that pirate. That pirate. I wrote that too, I said. And then for pirates, I only came across ones that we've already discussed, including the crazy lady who married the 300-year-old <laughs> ghost of Jack Sparrow. Like, what oh, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> she came up so much and some Mario yeah. Brothers game. And I was like, okay, what is happening here? So then I finally came across the good old dependable... New Orleans, Louisiana. God. Because, girl, we've discussed pirates on this show. Apparently 10 different episodes I did. That made me laugh so fucking hard. (laughs) I was dying. Because we're like, okay, have we ever done pirates? And I'm I'm like, well, they've come up, but it's never been a topic. And I cross-referenced. It has been brought up in 10 separate episodes. Pirates are so ghosty. They're so ghosty. And I think anytime we've done Islands, Key West, we've done Bermuda, Savannah, mm-hmm. that Pirates restaurant came up a ton yeah. too, but you did that already. Remember Shanghaiing? I remember I learned that. I remember you that taught me what that was. And I always laugh because like, he said he went out for some cigarettes and <laughs> it's been 10 years. All these <laughs> drunk men just getting fucking Shanghaied. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. So this was from Ghost City Tours, which I feel like I've come across a lot in research. They're pretty dependable. Um, And I wrote, thank you, New Orleans, for being so haunted that I can find any haunted (laughs) story from you. So there's a place in New Orleans called Pirate's Alley. Um, It wasn't always called Pirate's Alley, but uh, local New Orleanians. Ooh. Sure. Sure. Have uh, preferred that name to its real one, which is Rue Orleans, which in French we know is road 
Orleans yeah. Road. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it was first, this road was first laid out in the late 18th century. Um, it's about 600 feet long and Pirates Alley was never intended to be a main street with shops and businesses. Instead, it was meant to act as a thoroughway or as the Brits like to call them, Snicketways. Do you call them Snicketways, Tammy? Is that every fucking day of my life? Where's constantly, the- constantly hopping down Snicketways? Where's the old Snicketway? I need to get me <laughs> me rum. I just met you. <laughs> Show me your Snicketways. <laughs> uh, so, um, but that, but it was just meant to be a thoroughway. But now it's like full of shops and and stores and stuff. I don't know. Maybe I've been down there. Who knows? Um, So uh, Pyrus Alley, uh, it created a a shortcut between uh, Chart Street and Royal Street. Um, And it Mm -hmm. it runs by St. Louis, Louis or Louis? Louis? St. Louis. Louis, because it's it's French. New Orleans. Yeah. St. Louis Cathedral. Um, by laying out such a plan, the locals of yesteryears uh, did not have to take the time to walk all, all the way over to St. Peter's, St. Anne Street's. Girl, you know. I ain't got time to walk. I need a Snicket way. I've got my dress. I've got a fucking bustle. It, it's like I'm wearing I high got heels a corset. Day I have a limited amount of air. I ha- There is whalebone binding my ribcage, and I cannot, with this humidity... Do People not make shit out their windows. Shit I mean, out their windows. Vampires everywhere. Do not make me walk to St. Peter or St. Anne Street. Just don't. Amen. So um, it was unpaved. Um, and then they added cobblestone in the 1830s. And then in 1980, uh, when Jackson Square became a pedestrian mall, uh, Pirates Alley became this shopping hub. So they were just like, Yay, let's make everything commercial. It's the 80s. We have so much money. It'll last forever. Oh, my God. Everybody was wearing their their big shoulder pads. And their scrunchies. You yeah. know, all the ghosts who were still stuck in their corsets were like, fuck you, bitches. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So here's uh, some ghosty stuff. First, I want to tell you about this little section of Pirate's Alley called um, the Old Parish Prison. It was also called, known as the Calabozo. Huh. I don't. That's an interesting name. Um, that's a word. Yeah. So this was a place where pirates and other prisoners were lined up and shot. And in 1924, a newspaper uh, wrote that in Pirate's Alley, you can actually see the holes where the bullets were embedded. Now, nice. that could have been just for, you know, some flair and get, you know, drive tourism I don't right. know uh but that's what they claimed um the author of this article said that um most executions took place uh in Jackson Square um mm. or within the interior courtyard of the of the old parish prison but still that's mm. still Pirates Alley so whatever yeah um and that old parish prison that's in Pirates Alley uh has certainly held a famous prisoner or two before it was demolished in 1837. Oh, dang. I know. Like, if it was demolished in 1837, it's haunted as fuck in that alley because, yeah. as we've learned, prisoners, prisoners, prisons are haunted as fuck. They really are. We've done that a couple of times, so. Yeah, we have. And um, I just saw a photo on Instagram of my friend 
and her boyfriend, they were shopping at a flea market right outside of Eastern State Penitentiary. And I was like, what the fuck? That's super haunted. And then other yeah. people were commenting too, like, wow, that's one of the most haunted places. And like, they had no idea. They were just at a flea market. I was like, are you, why are you there? OMG. Anyway. Um, okay, here we go about the haunted, uh, I mean, the prisoners, the famous prisoners. Oh, shit. Here we go. Yeah, I know, right? Light I am already buggy. upset that I'm going to have to read words here in a second. I've just got like his deer eyes right now. I'm just like, I, I can do this. I'm so happy I don't have to talk after this. Um, <laughs> so have you heard of the pirate Jean Lafitte? I feel like we've mentioned Hell this pirate. Hell yes, I have. Okay, okay. Well, uh, Jean Lafitte was actually never imprisoned, but his brother Pierre was. So oh. in 1814, in the final days leading up to the Battle of New Orleans during the War of 1812, it is said that Jean Lafitte negotiated his brother's quote-unquote escape from prison with General money, Andrew money, money, Jackson. Money. Oh, that guy. Money. Money. Pirate's booty. <laughs> booty, 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 booty. Booty. <laughs> um, so in exchange for Pierre's release, Jean Lafitte agreed to aid General Jackson in the fight against the British. Uh, legend has it that without the pirates' help uh, that Jean Lafitte provided for the American military, General Jackson would have never triumphed during the four-part battle in the winter of 1815. So... The pirates fucking helped. We know all about the War of 1812 because we did obscure war ghosts. And we I had sure to figure out did. what the War of 1812 was. And I kind of did. And I kind of did. We learned a lot. That was the one. Didn't we learn about the Canadian soldiers yeah, and drinking rum. the rum? Drinking their yeah. rum. And that was part of a haunter hoax because you were like, what alcohol do you think the Canadian soldiers like thrived on? Yeah. And I was like, and one of the options was rum. And I'm like, that's a no, they would not have rum. It would be yeah. whiskey or, and it was fucking rum. It was rum. I was so uh, thrilled. Th- so we learned a lot. This is like a history class. I'm reclassifying um, us again. I've reclassified us to self-help as per our previous episode. I'm now reclassifying us to educational. <laughs> educational, self-help, storytelling, comedy, drama. We've got oh. it all. Drunk. Yep. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. We do have it all, don't we? Um, My God. Okay, so here we go. Um, where was I? Okay, so this is Jean just history Lafitte. about Jean Lafitte because all of those, these articles were like, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. So it's what, more like history. like he's going to sue you? Like, come on. I know, right? Just admit it. It's a ghost. Um, so over the years, there have been many attempts um, to argue that Lafitte and his pirate posse <laughs> operated i don't know this word brethren 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 yeah it means like brotherhood oh well you know what i like posse better pirate posse i know you yeah. like pirate posse girl <laughs> you don't have to tell give me that shit shit give me that pirate posse oh, take that pirate posse pop that pirate posse <laughs> and that pirate booty oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, pirate porn is what this is <laughs> Jean Lafitte. Let me see what you're working with there, baby. <laughs> um, I got a Jean Lafitte fetish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Can't top that. Can't. I'm quitting. I'm quitting while I'm still behind. <laughs> Girl. 
Oh, that was good. Um, so uh, they they did operate um, in the alleyway alongside the cathedral that's now called Par- Pirates Alley. Um, uh, da, da, da. They they apparently sold like the pirates hung there. They sold bootlegged goods to the citizens of New Orleans. Um, da, 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 da. Okay. So, but then they're like, would John Lafitte really be in that alley by a prison and a courthouse? He was no idiot, but whatever. We'll never know. I don't think he kept diaries. So, yeah. Yeah. Dear diary. (laughs) Today, me and my my boyfriends hung out in the alley again, Uh sold a few things to uh to local citizens and uh just for historic purposes i want everyone to know it was in the alley we booted we lagged we bootlegged it was a good time it was a great time we had a little lafitte fetishes going on (laughs) it was a good day tomorrow (laughs) shanghai Um, so in 1925, the famous novelist William Faulkner moved into the second floor of 624 Pirates Alley. I love that it's an actual address. Like, yeah, I live at 624 Pirates Alley. Um, it is said that he was lured in by the tales of Jean Lafitte and his interactions with General Andrew Jackson, but also by the haunted tales told about the old parish prison or the Calabozo. Um, so here's the ghost stuff. Finally. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Uh, okay, many people have reported seeing the ghost of Jean Lafitte walking up and down Pirate's Alley. Um, another legend states it may not be Lafitte, uh, which people are spotted, uh, seen. What? Seen, spotted, it spied. Be, it might not be the scene of the spotted, Tammy. It mightn't have knotted. But... And they see him in the early mornings, but they think it actually could be this ghost of a man named Reginald Hicks. As the story goes, Hicks was traveling on a ship in the Atlantic when the vessel was captured and ransacked by pirates. Mm. He was just a boy and the pirates opted to take him with them and raise him. No, thanks. Mm. No, thank you. I don't know, uh, Amy. The- yo ho, yo ho. A pirate's life, pour moi. Pour moi. Pour moi. Uh, By the time of the War of 1812, um, Hicks had become a strapping first mate aboard a pirate ship. Good for him. You know, he took lemons and was forced to make them into lemonade. Yo-ho, YOLO. (laughs) Oh, my God. Writing that one down. Oh, my God. Rum is the best thing that's ever happened to me. And if I become an alcoholic who's just constantly like, I'm only funny if I'm drinking rum, that's fine by me. I just. I'm starting to find that I can tell by my, the way I talk, what uh, alcohol I'm drinking. If it's beer and wine, I'm like, fun. Um, This is fun. If it's rum, game over. I get sick. We get silly. It's liquid comedy is what it is. Also, I'm going to really regret this when I'm editing it later. Sorry, future Tammy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, future Amy. That's painful. I hate listening to drunk Amy and Tammy be like, we're amazing. We're so funny. <laughs> this is hilarious. And then the episode's 900 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're okay. We're okay. Yeah. No tacos for you. They're going to be ice cold, girl. Mm. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. We're getting there. We're getting that there. sounds good. Okay. So this little boy, he now is like a first mate on the pirate ship. Didn't want to do it, but he had to. It's the War of 1812. Um, he was one of the men that had to travel with the feet to greet 
Andrew Jackson. And it was during his time in New Orleans that he had the opportunity to meet Marie Angel Beauchamp, a oh. beautiful French Creole girl. I mean, what a fucking name. Marie Angel Beauchamp. Oh my Come goodness. on. Doesn't she just sound beautiful? I'm in She's love probably, with her. I'm in love with this girl. Uh, they fell desperately in love, but ooh, ooh, couldn't keep, keep that dick in his pants and she got preggers. Oh no. I mean, look. It happens. But, you know, back then they were like, we have to get married like now. Yeah. Um, he and pretend he, like we just have a really giant preemie baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he being a fucking pirate was like, I will not have this child be illegitimate. We must seek out a priest to marry us immediately. Cute. Like, dude, you're a pirate. You don't, do you care? You care about rules? Okay. Um, a gentleman pirate. Oh, because he wasn't born a pirate, you know? He still had that that blue blood in him, oh you know? Oh, <laughs> So the war was rapidly approaching. They had limited time, and the only minister they could find was this German minister that was actually doing time in that prison in Pirate's Alley. So Hicks um, and Marie begged the prison guard to let them in. They were married by the German minister uh, through an iron gate along Pirate's Alley. It was officiated by the church, and papers were drawn at the at the prison. I'm Are not, you crying? I'm not gonna lie to you. This feels very romantic to me. <laughs> it's so romantic. It's really romantic. It's so romantic. Oh boy, there she goes. <laughs> I got her. She's okay. crying. Okay. Uh, it's so romantic. I'm like playing it out like a movie in yeah, my mind. It's so beautiful. Um, so then our friend Hicks, he dies in the war, the war of 1812. Mm-hmm. So he dies like af- right after. He left his um, brand new wife and child, um, fatherless and a widow, uh, right into the start of their marriage. And today, many couples choose to get married in Pirate's Alley, Aww. just as Reginald Hicks and Marie did. Um, it's said that his ghost still haunts Pirate's Alley. Early in the morning, people have reported hearing wedding bells and the sounds of ghostly laughter, even as the alley is completely empty. She I'm not is- crying. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I see your head bobbing up and this down. It's really romantic. <laughs> It's so romantic. It says, one has to wonder, is it the pirate Hicks? And if so, is he still searching for his wife even after death? <laughs> That's the story of Pirate's Alley. That was a really good story, Amy. I didn't realize it was so fucking romantic, but I know. it is. You don't think of that all the time. You know what? I think that crazy bitch that married that ghost pirate might have had something. <laughs> I mean, she might have known something. Oh my God! What was her name you like know, Althea we can't... or something? I can't remember. Amethyst, Amethyst Rose. Wait, Amethyst no. Realm. No, oh wait, no, that's that was the a different lady woman. that has sex with ghosts. That she has sex with all the ghosts. Yeah. This one was. Oh shoot! I know. I'll have, yeah, it was something real weird. Yeah, look it, was it out something. while I'm typing my password into my computer so I can tell you about my research. Okay. Well, I, watch. I could vastly inferior research because that was so good. Uh, really I thought mine was lacking in the ghost stories but I mean Jack Sparrow okay Jack Sparrow ghost married wife bride I literally googled ghost pirate and that was the only that's thing that all that up. came up yeah oh here it is here it is 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That this article is from the Independent, which mm-hmm. you cited you last go. week. What's your name? Um. Oh God, she's scary looking. Her name is Amanda, Amanda. Large Teague. Yes. Okay. Yes. Her middle name is Large. That's interesting. She's not that large. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Careful what you name people, you know? Right? Well, my friend, that was surprisingly romantic and emotional. Um, it actually was. Let's see what happens when I do my research. Because uh, uh, I did a ghost ship. Mm. Yeah. A ghost I'm so scared. ship. So basically what makes a ghost ship a ghost ship is that it's a ship that has sank, but then people still see it sailing around sometimes. And there are apparently a lot of these. So I picked this one just because it had a really good story. And then also um, there were a couple of good articles and I cited heavily from an article on nightwatchparanormal.com. Um, that's a website hello yeah it is um this is the tale of the ss valencia which i uh, super appreciate also because i've been i rewatched uh crazy ex-girlfriend there's a character named valencia so felt, felt appropriate um Aww. this has some great flowery language that i will probably be reading directly from oh it was written by andy Haggerty. so thanks andy yeah thanks andy. and your flowery language here we go. You get to drink your drink now. I'm very jealous. Um, I kind of already did, but don't I know. tell anyone. I would pour you more out of this bottle if I could. I, I wish know. you could. It looks so pretty. I know. I snorted. <laughs> okay. We can, we can do this. We can do this. Are you ready? We got this. Okay. We're in. We're focused. Yes. In 1882... William and Sons laid down the keel that would become the iron-hulled passenger steamer that would be known as the SS Valencia. I said, I said flowery, and now I'm finding a lot of passive language in that first sentence. Uh, I, yeah. So she was built as a passenger ship uh, to sail the route between California and Alaska. I didn't know there was a route like that, but I like it. Wow. Um, on a bright sunny day in 1906, the SS Valencia set off from the city of San Francisco, but she was not on her normal route. Her sister ship, the SS Pueblo, uh, was in the yards, so she took over the San Francisco to Seattle run. Uh, set off on January 20th, uh, and her 65 crew and 108 passengers set off to destiny. Uh- Oh, sounds like a bad destiny. Yeah, not a great one. Foreshadowing. Things were going well up till the early morning hours on the 21st when the weather took a turn for the worse off Cape Mendocino. Do we say Mendocino or Mendocino? I think we say Mendocino. See, but I say Mendocino Farms. But does that have an H? No, it doesn't. I mean, if if it's Italian, it's Mendocino. I say that with the restaurant in California. So yeah, and Mendoc- I call the restaurant Mendocino Farms, and I'm probably incorrect. Yeah, I who because I've yeah. Who well, knows? you know what? Potato, potato. We'll ask them. Mendocino, Mendocino. Send me I'll some go. of those uh, salad samples. They always have those salad samples. Oh, Although know. that whole process stresses me out, where it's like I don't know what to order. I don't know. And then I ordered my thing, and then you're offering me more things? Like, tell me what all the options are up front. <laughs> it's so true. God damn. That's a good point. <laughs> um, 
Okay. So, weather turns bad. And the ship ran ashore of some reefs. Reefs. That's a word. <laughs> yes, it is. I wanted to make it reeves. Because that's how English works, right? Yeah, I just loved looking at your face, looking at the word. You're like, reefs. Very focused and very confused at the same time. Reefs. Reefs. Reefs is the reefs. word. Reefs. More than one. Reefs is the word, is the, the word. word. Have you heard? <laughs> they will tear out your whole man. Bah, 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 <gasps> okay. Reef is the time, is the place in the, in the ocean. ocean. Yeah. Oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> God so damn, we're, we are hot today. Oh my God. Okay, I put my hand up here. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> the crew, in, oh, okay, that's boring. <laughs> okay, so there's a big hole in the ship. I'm reading. Oh, okay. So uh, it runs across the reefs, and they try to back off, but it's making the gash bigger. So the captain Mm-mm. says, run it aground, because there's no way we can save the ship. So run it aground so all these people can get off. Um, so she came to rest 50 feet from the shore in a heavy storm. In the confusion that followed, six of the seven lifeboats were lowered before the captain gave the order. Oh, no. Three flipped over while being lowered, spilling their human cargo into the merciless sea. Damn. Oh, my God. No. Two of the remaining three boats capsized immediately, sending their occupants to the same fate. One boat. The fuck? made it away the scene was full of confusion as frank len who's one of the few survivors would later recount and this is his quote screams of women and children mingled in an awful chorus with the shrieking of the wind the dash of the rain and the roar of the breakers as the passengers rushed on deck they were carried away in bunches by the huge waves that seemed as high as the ship's mastheads The ship began to break up almost at once, and the women and children were lashed to the rigging above the reach of the sea. It was a pitiful sight to see women wearing only nightdresses with bare feet on the freezing ratlines trying to shield children in their arms from the icy wind and rain. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Seems like lifeboats are not... They don't work. They should rename them like 50-50 shot boats, you know? Yeah, like let's give it a sh- let's give it a mm-hmm. try. Yeah. Good luck to you. Best of luck. Go with God. Boats. So 12 men made it to shore, but their ordeal was not over. They were swept back into the sea and never heard from again. The remaining oh. 9 scaled the sea cliffs and set out for help. So like literally this ship is wrecking and also no one knows. Like They're just on their fucking own, right? So they literally, like, these people that got to shore were like, now we have to hike inland and find somebody to come help us. Oh, my God. This sounds awful. How Um, sad. So for the last remaining lifeboat, um, the ship's uh, boatsmen and a crew of volunteers went to shore to see what they could do for the passengers. Upon reaching the shore, they found a trail and sign that put them three three miles from Cape Beale. Yeah. So they were like, oh, now we know where we are. So they also set off on a two and a half hour forced march to get to the lighthouse. Upon arrival, the lighthouse keeper phoned the town, but the news had already been passed as the group of nine men had found a telegraph line. So this is like 
fucking chaos, right? Jesus. And by the way, so sad. These are the people that made it to shore and are supposed to be helping the people that are still stuck on the fucking sinking ship, right? Oh my god. So, um, oh yeah. So this is the thing that kind of becomes famous about this. Um, the people that went to the lighthouse, um, they were frantic as they thought of the last sight they had seen of the ship and crew, and the quote brave faces looking at them over the broken rail of a wreck and the echo of a great hymn sung by the women, who looking death smilingly in the face were able in the fog and mist and flying spray to sing, nearer my God to thee. So this is like a constant refrain is that so here's one of the things and I don't think I wrote it but I had read it a couple places that there was that there was that one last uh, lifeboat and a bunch of women and children were still on the ship and they were like yeah we saw what happened to all the other fucking lifeboats we're good here somebody's gonna come save us right so we'll hang out here while y'all go get help so Mm. then these people were like okay we're gonna go get help. So then they all started singing near my God to thee to like keep everybody's spirits up as these people, they were like, we believe that you're going to save us. So we're not getting in this lifeboat. We're going to let you guys go. Okay. Oh my God. This is so heartbreaking. So they finally, um, they finally like raised the alarm, you know, they got enough people, um, and three ships raced out into the dark night on the morning of the 24th. May I remind you, this was happening on like the 22nd. On the morning of the 24th, the SS Queen reached the disaster site. The weather was too severe to reach the stranded ship, so the Queen maintained a station out to sea. A rescue party went overland through the wilderness to to uh, to try to make a rescue from the shore. There were two remaining lifeboats on the ship, and those were launched, but the majority of passengers chose to stay on board. Yeah, so, sorry. I went overboard. Um... (laughs) Uh, when the overland party arrived at the cliffs above the site of the wreck, they found dozens of passengers clinging to the rigging, um, of the few unsubmerged parts of the Valencia's hole. So like just all the stuff that was sticking out of the water, they were holding on to it oh, without, God. but there were no remaining lifelines so they could do nothing to help the survivors. And within hours, a large wave washed the wreckage off the rocks and every remaining passenger drowned. No, yeah. my God. Could you imagine after Two and a half days mm-hmm. of literally clinging for your life, waiting for a rescue, mm-hmm. and then a fucking wave just goes, bye. Mm-hmm. Oh, torture. That's fucking torture. So um, they found one of the two life rafts with 18 men on board. The second life raft eventually drifted ashore uh, near Barkley Sound with four survivors. Although the death toll varies as high as 187, the official number is 137, but not one of the women or children on board was among any of the survivors. No. Yeah. Those are the ones that are supposed to survive. So then here we go. Here come some ghosts. So Oh, shit. I forgot the, about ghosts. The basic... <laughs> I know, right? It's such a good story. That was story. such a good story. <laughs> so... <laughs> The main ghost thing is that this is technically a ghost ship, which means that people see it frequently at dawn and it looks exactly like that ship. And and it started very soon after, like two years later, people would see the ship and then it would like disappear. Um, uh, But here, Uh. this is pretty exciting. Five months after the the disaster, a fisherman who was out claimed to come across one of the missing life rafts being manned by eight skeletons. 
What? He said he saw eight skeletons in this life raft. And they were going towards this island with this cave in it. And so he gets back to shore and is like, fuck, 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 fuck. He's like, everybody, come with me. So they go off to this cave. They don't find uh, a life raft manned by eight skeletons, but they do find a life raft full of eight skeletons. What the hell? I know. Oh, my God. Timmy, this is so good. Holy shit. And then here's another thing. In 1933, which is 27 years after the disaster, Lifeboat number five was found floating peacefully in Barkley Sound. Remarkably, it was in good condition with much of the original paint remaining. There was no... How is that possible? Okay, right? There was no Mm -hmm. sign of survivors on board. This is the boat that was launched in the beginning of the disaster that went missing. The lack of survivors may be attributed to the fact that it was found 27 years... Wait, what the fuck? I don't know. Uh, that's a dumb sentence and I hate you, Andy. Um, fuck you, Andy. Yeah. But that's fucking weird. Like at sea for almost 30 years and the paint is fine and it's just like floating around and it's a lifeboat and it's like floating around the Pacific Northwest where it is so rugged and the conditions are just brutal. Mm -hmm. There's no way. And so now, so they, they pulled it in and it's now in a museum, the museum of the maritime museum of British Columbia. So you can go and you can take a look at it. Um, Oh, cool. And that is most of the ghostly shit about the SS Valencia. Oh my gosh. That is really sad. And both of our stories were like haunting and sad Mm -hmm. too. Wow. That's pretty damn good. I can't believe with all of my haunted like shipwreck research that I was afraid of that I actually didn't actually do that that never came up. Yeah. Scary, Mm -hmm. right? There were a lot of options too. So I was like, maybe I'll look into ghost ships. Also, I don't want to look into ghost ships because... You are saying that you were traumatized by shipwreck pictures. I was personally Mm -hmm. traumatized one time when I was like seven years old. Like UPN was showing some old movie that I think was called Ghost Ship or something like that. But it was about Uh like a haunted ship and it was in the 70s and it scared the shit out of me and I shouldn't have watched it. And I definitely did and it bothered me. So... I think I'm also traumatized by shipwrecks is what I'm we trying have to some, say. We have some trauma. We may have been pirates in past lives and we were like not digging it. Who knows? You know? Who knows? Well, Who I, knows? I now know I was on the Titanic in a past life because when we were on the Queen Mary last time, there was a book about a cat that survived the Titanic sinking. That's so. right. I still regret not buying it. <laughs> I can imagine. I that was you. That was you. It was me. You were the you were the cat survivor. I'm the cat. I just love that you're the cat. I love that someone brought their cat on the Titanic. I also love that so many thousands of people died with that cat. <laughs> that cat's they, like, bye, bitches. They gave space to the cat on a lifeboat, but not humans. Honestly, that's like, my priority, too, to be honest with you. Cat and women first, and then the children, and then the men. Exactly. If space. Yeah, the cat's... Cats are number one. I mean, they just, then they don't take up a lot of space. They could mm-hmm. sit on the lap, yeah. you know? You could technically put your child on your lap and the cat on the child's lap. There's room for everyone but the men. 
That's pretty much it. Kind of okay with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We are we it is up to us. We we are we are we the must future. extend the human race. <laughs> the future is feline. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, fucking A, you are just We gotta end this. We gotta end this uh, now. Because we are we are so on fire right now. <laughs> it's like a George Costanza like... situation. We need to leave the room on this high <laughs> note, you know? <laughs> Yes, we do. Holy shit. Well, these were, this was, I'm quite pleased with this pirate. This is now our 11th episode talking about pirates, but our first episode with it as sort of a topic. I like that. So I'm proud of us. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of us. Um, I doubt this will be the last time we mention pirates mm-hmm. or ships because meant. there's more to come. Oh my Apparently. God, I still hear the church bells. I know. Aren't they cute? It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love that it's going to be like in the background of this episode playing yeah. the whole time. They're really getting their practice in. What they if, are. Like, what if Ben had like a super early like thing to do in the morning and he had to go to sleep? I think if I closed all the windows, it wouldn't be so bad. Oh, yeah. that's true. It's, it's quite the... You know, what nine. if you had a baby? What if there was an infant and you're trying to put to bed and you're like, um, guys, could you not with these mm-hmm. church bells, please? Also, I'd be like, baby, get the fuck over it. This is charming. <laughs> it is charming. <laughs> this is like a fucking free lullaby machine here. Mm-hmm. So you dig it? Um, that was that was amazing. I'm so glad we did this topic. Me too. And um, I was about to do our closer and I forgot I didn't do any of the other stuff. If oh. you are a pirate or have seen a pirate or like rum or boats, drinks on boats, Jimmy Buffett, mm. uh, please, um, write to us at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com. That's right. And if you want to see some pretty pictures that are associated with this episode and other funny things, you should follow us on Instagram at banshees and booze. Or follow us on Twitter at Benji's Booze. You should rate, review, and subscribe anywhere that you hear podcasts. It's very helpful for us because it bumps us up in uh, the ratings or whatever and helps us get new listeners who may have had some interesting paranormal experiences they'd like to share with you. Help us help you. Oh, God. And find us now under the category self-help mm-hmm. and education. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, oh, and real quick, I forgot to mention at the top of the episode, you know how last week I was telling you about the ghosty stuff and like how the cat's water got yes, turned yes, off yes, and yes, stuff? Yes, 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 So I asked my husband if he happened to turn it off and he said, no, I did not turn it off Aww. and I have no recollection of jumping in the middle of my sleep, <gasps> you know, because like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's still a mystery brewing in the old condominium. Oh I will goodness. let you know what happened. Please keep us abreast of the situation. I will. Yeah, guys, don't make me keep giving up ghost and personals. Yeah. We want yours. I don't want to be haunted. I'm tired of um, working. Man, <laughs> let me bail. Hey, Tammy. Oh, yes. If you see a ghost. Um, uh, el- elope to a jail. It'll work. And it's very romantic. <laughs> romantic it worked for the woman who married jack sparrow's oh. ghost it worked and for that pirate hicks wasn't that his name this is how much i hicks. liked his story i knew his you name remember and what was that marie angel angel Beauchamp. Beauchamp. good Beauchamp. luck that means good luck i think it does mean good luck. 
Oh, chance. Chance is luck. Oh, that's bonne chance. Beau is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And champ is um, motherfucking champion. I'm a beautiful yeah. motherfucking champion. I'm an angely motherfucking champion. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm so jealous of her, but I want to meet her. I want to be her. Yeah, we can, marry we can her raise too. each other up. Yeah. Let's do uh, it. Hey, Amy. Yes, Tammy. If you see <laughs> un ghost. Uh, grab your cat and kick the men and children off your lifeboat. You're going home. Crazy cat ladies for the win, for the win. You know it. You know it. You, you, you know it. <laughs> oh, girl. I'm so jealous that you get to have buffalo tacos now. Well, I'm so jealous you get to pet a cat now. Oh, yeah. I do get to pet a cat that I locked out of this office. I'll go find a He's, street cat. There's, they're following me everywhere. They know. They I got do. The, you can, I got the stink of sad on me, you know. They love you. You I'm find out for your sad. pub cats. Yeah. They, they're like, she needs us. She needs a beer and she needs a cat. We'll just hang out at this pub for Auntie Tammy. They're very supportive and I appreciate them. You found some good company out in there in England. You I really did. did. I really did. <laughs> That's probably them ringing those bells right now with their tails. You know, like when they're excited and their tails go straight up yeah. and just hits the, like uh-huh. blinds and whatever. It's just like. Bring, 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 bring. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's I the love cats. It. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Stay tuned next week for another weird and spooky episode of. What's, our, what's this called? Banshee's Banshee's. <laughs> You know what threw me off? We never do an outro like that. So I don't know like what was happening. We can cut that out. I won't. I refuse. God damn it. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.